What up, everyone? Thank you for joining us on another episode of Spencer Sisters. Coming to you from a Zoom call. I mean, get ready for it. We're very excited. Mandy did ultimately book a trip. Damn right. No thanks to the listeners. Yeah, no thanks to the listeners. No one had any ideas. No one had any suggestions. We tried. Apparently, they want us to just kill ourselves or kill each other, one or the other. And uh, she's in Provincetown. (laughs) Provincetown with King. Oh, and Andy. So Mandy, Andy, and King are in Provincetown at the moment. I mean, we thought it would just be me. But Andy had to come for some reason. And it's just like, okay, Andy. But I need to lift the dog. Anyway. Well, the whole reason Andy's there is because, so King, you guys are walking around and taking a lot of walks and heading to the ocean. And King's, you know, 10 years old and he gets a little tired. So King loves the ocean. He loves going for walks, but he just forgets that he's old and has bad legs because Bassett legs are not supposed to go in the way in which they go. They should not be tilted out to the side, but they are. And so he has some leg issues. I get to carry him. Yes, Andy, you do. You get to. So there's a lot of picking up of a 50, 60 pound dog. I have to pick him up to put him in the car. No, you don't. I do because I'm Andy. All right. Sorry. Andy gets to pick him up and put him out of the car. Yeah. He gets to pick him up and take him off the bed. And it's the best. Yes, Andy, it's fantastic. I really like the fact that because you're working out so much, Andy, my arms now hurt. Exercise! (laughs) Exercise is dumb. So yeah, we've had a lovely time here in the old P-Town. And thank Um, thank you, Andy, for joining um, the podcast this week. But I think we've heard enough from you. Andy, go take a seat. I don't care. Yeah. Out of my face. But it's also good about your your time in Provincetown, Mandy. So you get to see some sun. You get to be on the Cape on the off season, get to walk around with King and he can chase the waves. You also um, you get to watch the Bruins live to your hat's content. It is lovely to be able to watch the Bruins. However, Terry, I had a little bit of a scare. The Red Sox somehow take over regular Nesson. And in this hotel here, I saw regular Nesson and I was excited to watch the Bruins game. And then... I saw that the Red Sox were on and I'm like, what the F, man? When, where am I going to watch the Bruins? Lo and behold, Terry, they did have the Nesson Plus here Wells as well. So I panicked for no reason, which I know is super weird. I know you never do that. No, I never just jump to conclusions. So rest easy. I got to watch the Bruins and they won, Terry, last night. Oh, Big two points. Big two points nice. against the Pens. Yeah. Uh, happy to hear that. While you're out there watching the Bruins. Um, I'm currently watching a, my new foreign show, which as you know, that's sort of just will binge and I'll go from one foreign thriller drama to the next. Is this one about spies as well? No, no, it's not really about spies, but there it's possible war and it's, it's, it's Norwegian. It's okay. called occupied. I'm not going to get into all the whole plot right now, but look it up on Netflix. Oh yeah. You wouldn't be snoring if you watched this show. <laughs> So good. So that's what I'm watching, and also I'm I'm reading a book that I can't shake. And Which one is it? The Cruelty Men. It's is that the, one, Ir- the Irish one. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. by the author. Her name is and I don't know how to pronounce. It. It's Emma Martin. Amir Martin. And okay. I got this book from Lori. And if Lori's listening, uh, thanks, Lori. I sort of love and hate you for giving me this book because <laughs> it's just one of those full-on depressing Irish books about you know, kids that are abandoned and, you know, over the course of 20 years, what happens to them? And we've got, you know, the laundries, we've got the old, um, the workhouses, the asylums and just terrible treatment. Wow. But yeah, Um, it's, I just want to, it's really good and beautifully written. And I just want to put the book down and cry for humanity and for the people of Ireland, like every 10 minutes. Yeah. So it's not really, you wouldn't call it a light read. It's not a light read. Okay. Um, it's a really nice read. Um, and it's well-written, but it's, uh, you can't shake it. 
really. Oh, so gosh. anyway, Mandy, before you went off to P-Town, we did have a bit of an eventful weekend. We sure did, Terry. Starting with a bout of uh, hypochondria on Friday night that led to a hospital stay for Mandy. Yeah. Listen, it's not hypochondria when it's real, <laughs> which this wasn't. So I guess hypochondria is accurate. So I had my second dose of the old COVID vaccine. So the house is now three quarter vaxxed and I started to feel a little bit numbness in my extremities and forearm and called the nurse on call to say, hey, uh, is this normal? And she was like, yeah, no, it's not. You're going to go ahead and need to bring yourself to the ER. And (laughs) Terry and I were discussing which one to go to. And we're in Boston. So there are quite a few ERs to choose from. Yeah, we could have gone some, like an extra 10 minutes and made our way to Longwood. But anyway, we digress. But I was so like, we I'm end prob- up at this one. Yeah, because I was probably dying. So I had to get to the closest one possible. I went in. They basically started testing me for having a potential stroke. And I'm like, well, that's comforting. They admitted you because they wanted to run an MRI on Saturday morning. So you had to stay overnight. Right. Yeah. But not like admitted, admitted, just staying overnight in the ER. I didn't have my own private room. I really enjoyed listening to nurses yell at each other. <laughs> Like a little bit of tension between the nurses, which was obvious. You were saying that there's just like tension coming from these nurses yeah, at each I mean, other. Yeah. I mean, this is not, and I shouldn't knock it because it's a pretty high stress job. No one's questioning that. And they were lovely to the patients. They were absolutely yeah, right. lovely to the patients. But it was like, dude, guys, take it down. Like at one point I had to use the restroom. There was an ass hair on the toilet seat. Ass hair, Terry. Well, it was towards the back where like your ass would sit. So I figured it was an ass hair. Thanks for making me relive that disgusting moment in my life. Appreciate it. You said it wasn't very clean around that ER. There was trash, garbage that they weren't really sanitizing. So I think that was more the disturbing part too. Yeah, that was, it was a little bit gross. So, I mean, needless to say, I needed to get the heck out of there. So when they finally discharged me, I had, I called Terry and she's like, okay, but I was like, I'm out. And I started walking because I couldn't stay another friggin' minute in that place. I'm like, I, I don't care. Up on the road, on the side of the road. I mean, and I left immediately. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll leave now. She's like, I'm like, going to no, start I'm walking. Out. It was like a walk of shame almost. I'm like, was that worth it? Was that really no, worth it? No, no. Nor will it be worth the medical bills I get at some point, I'm sure. But I, know, I mean, at least we, it gave us some material for this podcast. Yeah, sure. Talk about sure. a nasty ass hair on a toilet seat. Yeah, I'm sure. That's great. I know yeah. everyone loved listening yeah. to that too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, thanks for making it so graphic. (laughs) So we moved into more positive things, though, on Saturday because uh, you got home and then uh, Jill came over with her new little puppy, baby Penny. What a little freaking adorable. What kind of dog is she? She's a Rhodesian Ridgeback. She's nine weeks old. Don't worry, we'll post a picture or two. I mean, my favorite part about her is how like long and lanky her legs were and how she like didn't know how to use them like a baby giraffe or something like it was I couldn't even handle how adorable she was yeah she was like a baby giraffe so cute Sunday we went over to uh, Denny's place where she had prepared brunch for us and it was lovely to see her it was lovely to eat her delicious food also aside from just the food you got to uh, watch your Bruins live again so much Bruins so much Bruins so on our way there we're driving on Columbia Road in Dorchester And, you know, some local folks may know what we're talking about. So, you know, we're going in from Dorchester into Southie because she lives in Southie. We were stopped at a light. I was driving and Mandy was looking out the window and she's just staring at this property. She's like so perplexed. Stopped. (laughs) What's going on there? So let's explain. So you've got a duplex property. All right. Like side by side. 
And it was clear that one side was sort of really keeping up with their updates and painting, and they were still in the midst of some construction going on, but they had almost completed this house. So, I mean, it looked, you know, it looked good. The siding's done, the awning, a.k.a. Yep, the awning. Yep, the portico. And the other side of the house, the other side of the duplex had fallen into a bit of disrepair. Okay. So yeah. it was, you know, but it is what it is. We get it. It's expensive for that upkeep. Okay. That's not really the point here. That That's not the weird part is that one no. side of the duplex was done and the other was not. What was weird is that as Mandy alluded to on this portico, <laughs> the built-in awning, we, we like to say portico. We like um, portico because it was like portico. ancient Greece. Yeah, no, it wasn't, but still, yeah, it didn't look anything like that. But what was weird is that there was a crest or a seal, what have you, on the front of this awning, <laughs> and it was triangular. And Mandy, probably, I don't know, like maybe at its tallest in the middle, maybe three or four feet tall, right? Yeah, maybe. And then maybe five at its feet long, across. five feet across. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the thing was, Mandy, the side of the duplex that had done all their updates. They had repainted. Now this crest had fallen into disrepair. You could tell over the years, right. like we're talking, it's probably hundred years old or whatever. And it was woodwork, right? There, were, yeah. there was etching and carving. Beautiful etching. But the side that had been redone had painted over beautifully the etching. And it was like, that's gorgeous. The crest looked so lovely on one half. On one side, like exactly one half. There was clearly like someone had put up painter's tape so that the other side wasn't even touched. And that bothered me so much. Why wouldn't they just do the other side? Like, I don't get it. We developed many understand. theories about this. Yeah, we I didn't did. know if there was a feud between the owners. <laughs> we didn't know if there was a history of one side having more upkeep or people hated each other or someone's just a total dick and didn't want to yeah. do it. Or it was like so expensive to do the full yeah. por- the full but seal and no not way. just half. There's no way that it would have cost that much to do the other side. Irregardless, Terry, irregardless, yeah. if these people were trying to either sell or rent out their half, my thought process was, why would you ever put the front of that house online and only have half of the carving like painted? It made I was like, it just looks dumb. And like, what, I, I'm seriously still angry about what it. We, what we regret, though, uh, bitterly is that we didn't get a picture of that. Yeah. So if there are any listeners out here that know what house we're talking some about. Some of you know what we're talking about on Columbia yeah. Road. Not only take a picture of it. Um, well, please take a picture of it. But also, if you know the story. I need to know or I won't be able to rest well. Yeah, we need to know what happened there and why like, only one half of the crest is painted. And if the other, if you know the people on the other side of the crest, let us know because I'll go over and paint the goddamn thing <laughs> myself. All it would have taken, Terry, is like sanding that down, sanding it down and then repainting. Yeah. Like I honestly, I can't imagine it would have cost that much. And, and you're I'm already just, doing half of it. So, you know, you're already <laughs> there. You've got <laughs> the, the equipment. <laughs> That's the you don't understand. I, I feel like it would be more precise to have to put the piece of painter's tape down perfectly through the middle. That, like, I Make feel sure like that, that other side yeah. didn't get one smidgen of paint on it. Just do the whole thing. Just do That's the really thing. the point here. Hopefully there's more to come on this, uh, the saga of the crest of the half painted crest on Columbia oh, Road. We don't know, but we'll try to get back to you on me. that. Someone help us. This week, we have a special guest, you know, part of our yes. spinster guests that are coming on. We've got Loretta joining us. We talked about Chinese food. We talked about, you know, a couple <laughs> people she's dated, um, just random shooting of the shit, if you will, with Loretta. 
Loretta makes some jokes about dating and being um, Asian American woman in the whole dating world and online dating. And uh, we're sensitive to the fact that this is now a new lens on on this issue, with uh, especially with Asian American women in this country and yeah. being targets, et cetera. Just know that she makes a few jokes about that. Letting you know we're aware we're sensitive and sensitive to, to it. Fact. With that, and without further ado, strap, strap in. in, folks. Here's Loretta. Loretta, welcome. You're one of our <laughs> yeah. listeners, one of our many <laughs> listeners. One of the listeners. And you're also a bona fide spinster. I am. Well, not anymore. She's in her 40s and she's unmarried. Oh. Though, yes, but I see what you're saying, Mandy. She is living with her boyfriend now. So this is murky territory, but you are technically a spinster. I am technically a spinster. And one of my favorite things about Loretta is the way she curses. I mean, she curses like a truck driver. She's really good at it. My sister has kids and I've been cursing in front of them. I don't think it's a good habit. But you know what I mean? It's not a good habit, but we love how you just let it rip. I do yeah. it at work. I, I do it it's, in front of kids. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> you're a woman after my own heart. Literally, it's all I do is in front of children at work. Mandy, Mandy and her coworkers swear all the time, Loretta. All. I swear here, I hear on the other end. I'm like, how can you speak like that on a work yeah. call? How does this happen? Just my coworkers. So they, that's where I draw the line, right? So no clients. Of course not. No outside right. people, yeah. just like coworkers. All right. So Loretta, you grew up in Newton and uh, you live in West Roxbury. How are things going over there? You're like a, a whole maybe five minute drive, seven minute drive from us. I'm liking it. I mean, there's a little too many certain flags in the in the neighborhood that I don't really particularly like. Oh, we're, we're saying politically speaking flags. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's nice. It's interesting. I like living here because yeah. I can afford a small house. And yeah. And now that you've like redone, you sort of gutted and rebuilt in there and your house looks awesome. I know. I'm pretty excited yes. about my new kitchen. <laughs> like right before lockdown. So you got to enjoy it while you were totally locked down. Exactly. Good it was point. perfect timing. I usually I used to love having people over at the house because I'm too lazy to like go out. I know what you mean. I, I actually prefer to host too. Like I like to cook and, and I want right, and then I can drink and like not worry about like driving anywhere. Like you just come to me and then you figure out a way to get home. I'm just gonna stay here in my pajamas, yeah, exactly. and cook and hang out and drink. Exactly. Yep. Times food is meant to be shared. So I grew up having lots of different types of food. My family and I just ordered out Chinese the other day, like legit Chinese food, and we haven't done it in over a year. Let's just say my family went slightly crazy on it. I picked it up. They made the order. I picked it up, and it was like $260 for seven adults. He's like, here are the four bags. I'm like, four bags? I car. He had to help me. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, the woman that called your mother, she, she ordered a lot of food. So my family went buck wild. First giant feed since COVID. So yeah, you got to go out, go in with a bang or out with yeah, a bang. Whatever. All in. And there you go. And when I showed up to my parents' house to eat this dinner, my dad had made like three things as well. What the heck is all this? It's like who got the leftovers? We had to all split up, and it was like super complicated. It was that sounds production. like a delicious, complicated production. <laughs> uh, you're Chinese American, Loretta. We have like another level of weird going on because you're Asian American. It's the whole type of dude. It's like yellow fever. My friend called it then, who's also Chinese. She's like, oh yeah, you you pick up a lot of people who, who are into yellow fever. And I'm like, I'm sorry, say what? Now? Well, what does that even mean? You find a lot of interesting people. Yeah. So like, it's already weird and awkward enough to be doing online dating and meeting <laughs> random people and then adding a whole nother new screening that you might have to throw on top of it. <laughs> it's really bizarre. Do you have any top of mind stories that you've thought about? Like two, two of them. 
So we'll go from like least weird to most weird. I talk to this guy. It seems totally normal. We meet up at a Starbucks and he seems like very typical like white guy. And then we get to this very small lull in the conversation, like 30 seconds tops. And then he starts telling me all the Chinese people he knows in his work life. He's like, oh yeah, I know these Chinese people. There's like XYZ from here and like ABC from there. And I was just like, okay, do I now tell you like all the white people I know? Like, so- <laughs> He was telling you because he thought there was a chance you might know all of these Chinese yeah. people. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, dude, you oh want God. me to reciprocate? Like, Wait, I thought this was bad enough. I thought it was bad enough when you play the UMass Amherst game and people are like, oh, I know this person who went to UMass. And you're like, oh, dude, there's like 10,000 people there. No, <laughs> yeah. this is now the, the country of China <laughs> and the so- Chinese diaspora. Like perhaps you know all of these people. Exactly. Yeah, and clearly. Like, oh, they speak Mandarin, do you? And I was like, no, I speak Cantonese. And he's like, oh, well, his name is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know this person, buddy. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I don't know who he is. It would have been hysterical if you're like, yeah, well, I know Joe. <laughs> he's <laughs> white. Don't, don't you know him? People I know that I work with. I mean, we'll be here yeah. for a long time. I, could do <laughs> I know quite a bit of white folks in investment banking. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy had messaged me. I was in New Zealand at the time and staying with my cousin. This guy had messaged me in Chinese, like written it out in Chinese, which I don't understand. I was just just to ignore him. But my cousin was like so interested in this whole dating app thing because she's married. So she was Mm -hmm. like living vicariously. And I basically tested this, texted this guy back. And I was like, dude, I don't speak Chinese. What are you trying to say to me? So he gave us this whole long thing. And then he keeps telling me he wants to move to China one day. That's great. I don't. I'm an American citizen. I don't want to move to China. I've been there (laughs) once on vacation and that's it. I'm good. (laughs) He's like, oh, okay. And he's like, he goes, well, I have a house on the beach. It's like July 4th weekend. And I was like, okay. He goes, you could come and visit me at the house and we could go to the beach. Why would you do that? I was like, well, hey, I'm like, also, you know, I'd I'd rather not. That's kind of weird. And he's like, I'll buy you a bikini. I'm like, excuse (laughs) me. (laughs) You're like, oh, well, that's that solves it. I didn't have a bathing suit. Now I have a bathing suit. I got to go. Stay in your own room. It'll be like totally fine and legitimate. The fact that he's using the words legitimate. I'm sorry. Like, this is just yeah. and so, so I'm, many I'm red flags. Stop talking to this person. You know, take now, care of Now you're going to buy a bikini. We're going to go shopping. We're going to go oh. eat. He's going to like, he's going to treat me to champagne, implying that he's like super loaded. Will totally mm. take care of me. And I'm just like, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm going to get you a bikini. Yeah. And drug you with something inside the <laughs> champagne on it's my secluded so, beach. Guys, it was How so do you feel bizarre. about roofies? Yeah. It was, so, <laughs> it was so bizarre. Did you have a favorite app? I think I did two of them. I tried doing eHarmony, but all the questions like annoy the shit out of me. Isn't that one like you have to do your entire life yeah. on the application? <laughs> yes. After yeah. a while, it was like after like 10 questions, I just made up shit. So <laughs> annoying. I was so over answering all those questions. I think well, the other one I did was like match. Was so you match like, as like, intense with the questions it asked? No. But okay. eHarmony, you have to pay. So someone was like, you know, if you really want to be serious, then you want to do eHarmony because obviously the people that pay actually want to be there. And I was like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were looking at someone else's profile, how much of that did you actually read? I mean, by the time I finished answering all those questions, I was so annoyed. And I was just be like, no, no, this person just looks <laughs> annoying. Their answers are stupid. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> 
I think I logged in and Jill was looking at it with me and she's like married and she's like what about this person like there were like different qualities than I would like and I was like no and she looks so nice I'm like he looks like an idiot sometimes our friends they're like oh but he looks nice I'm like do you know me do you have any idea who I am? No. Imagine if like Jill picked someone for me. You and oh Jill would have very different tastes. I have the attention span of, I don't know, a, a goldfish. I would probably get three sentences into the, the eHarmony profile and be like, yeah, uh, swipe left because I can't read this anymore. That That's how I felt after a while. Ten questions in, I was just like, make <laughs> things up. I'd be like, sure. The time you were at the end of it, you were like, describe yourself. I'd be like, sarcastic. Side, <laughs> petty, uh, vindictive. I hold, I hold grudges. Never satisfied. Mm-hmm. So how many dates per week on average, you think? Oh, um, hardly any. I'm like super picky and annoying. So, so you were on the other end of the spectrum. Like some some women I know are like, oh yeah, a few dates a week. And you know, others are like, I might find one person a month. So if someone would message me, I'd be like, okay, do you look crazy? Yes or no? So I dated this one guy for like probably a year and a half, two years maybe. We met on the app. There's so. nothing you want to share about that ex? No, there was no weird stories about him. He was pretty, I mean... I thought it was going to be like just a one night stand. Really, that's all I wanted. And it ended up being a relationship in the end. I was just like, oh, I guess, I, I guess we're going to like see each other again. Oh, I guess we'll see each other again. <laughs> what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> like, I'm not comfortable with this. Is this a relationship? What's yeah, up? I didn't ask for this at all. Like, no one asked for this. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, God, you're like several months in. You're like, oh, I guess, I guess we're dating now, I guess. Your first dates, were they mostly coffee dates? Yeah. And how far would you be willing to travel for that first date? We will accept any answer you have at either mileage, mileage or travel time. Okay. Probably like 45 minutes. Yeah. Coffee dates are a good start. Coffee date. It's like, okay, this is easy. I'm going to have my coffee. And if I throw it in your face, then you know, this didn't work out. You could in theory though, right? Mandy, do that with any beverage that you're drinking, be it alcoholic or non-alcoholic too. You could throw that in someone's face. True. That's a really good point. But at least with the coffee, it's like- You might burn them with the coffee. That's actually violent. I mean, I do iced coffee 24-7, Terry. (laughs) That's true. 24-7, And you would throw the iced coffee. Right up in your face. The coffee is nice though, because it's not committed. You could, you could, you could suck that down super fast and be on your way. <laughs> if you suck down a beer, I cannot hold my liquor at all. So if I suck it down, then I'm actually there so I can like sober up a little bit of coffee. I'm good. Suck it down and go, or you can take it to go. You meet them in line, like where you're in line, ready to order. By the time you get your cup, you're like, I'm out of here. I know this sucks. Let's both just admit what's going to happen here. It's also awkward for those coffee dates. Like, who's paying? I know, but I'm of the opinion here is where I get a little bit old fashioned. I do think that the dude should pick up that tab the first date. And it's a freaking coffee. So come on. Like, you don't have to go Dutch on that. Come on. Well, the problem is one time I showed up, the guy that like asked me, that told me how all the Chinese people he knew. I had shown up first at the Starbucks, so I ordered my coffee because I need a coffee. And yeah. he was, like, upset at me that I already ordered a coffee. And I was like, I need a coffee. You're late. Yeah. yeah. It's like, don't you're read like, into it, dude. I got a coffee. Because I wanted to be able to talk to you and stay awake because you look like you're boring. <laughs> Do you judge people based on what they order? That's a good question. You really want a re- guy ordering, like, all weird fruit food drink. Agree. Yeah. Like, if they get good whipped cream answer. on that, I'm like, oh, no, I don't think so, buddy. So it's just a dime. I'm like, oh, is that for me? <laughs> yeah she wants him to walk and be like oh the black coffee that's it no i don't want sugar cream shove it give me black i'll have like five pumps of this two pumps of that Are you kidding me right now yeah if a dude's getting high maintenance on his coffee order right. that's that's not yeah. a turn on order a normal coffee buddy yeah i feel like even my own coffee would not be 
an obscene coffee. Like I wouldn't want to look as high maintenance as, as you really are. Yeah. Coffee. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause we've <laughs> talked about this. You would, you think about it ahead of time, Mandy. That's what you would do. You would know would before think, you yeah, go in I there. Have, I would have to like peruse the menu and know exactly what it is. Cause otherwise I, even if it was an awful cup of coffee, I would force it down. Or if it was awful as is the dude, I'd be like, this coffee is nasty. So are you. I'm out. Burn. Not literally. Cause I have ice. I would just like get my coffee and just walk away. But I could totally see you being like, blah, 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 blah. Continuing to have a conversation, you mean? Like if she was totally not interested, is that what you mean? Totally not interested. I would, I could see her getting up being like, you suck. This coffee sucks. Peace out. <laughs> in my mind, I'm doing that. But in reality, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a really interesting conversation. I, I <laughs> hope we keep talking. Oh, that is I, exactly I what you, to... would exude. Really? you would exude. I would tell you do that in real life. I talk a good game, Loretta. I'm a big pushover. The smile will be stuck to her face and she'll be nodding and, and just there. And she's just like, what are we talking about? I don't even know what we're talking about. Get yeah. me out of here. All I'm thinking about is how much I want to get out of here. That's literally <laughs> all I'm thinking about. Isn't that the worst? So dudes that you've dated, how many of them have just talked nonstop about themselves? I got this one guy, but he just loved talking about himself, like loved Ugh. it. And he was like super high maintenance snobby as well snobby and high maintenance yeah no thank you yeah and he had driven me to the day and i was just like oh stop talking Ew. they think that you're enthralled because you're just quiet really you're not I'm not. And you're like, my accomplishment will be when this date's over. Yeah. I have short-term goals and one is to yeah. end this date as quickly <laughs> as possible. I actually ended up on a date once, blind date. It was with my friend's girlfriend's coworker. Apparently, I, he was having an affair with somebody at, like, at their office. He wasn't married, but the person that he was like oh. with was... And so she had heard that we, he and I were on a date and she, she, she came to the date <gasps> to check me out, but I didn't know any of this. So like I met her and I was like, okay, hi. It was so <laughs> weird. We couldn't agree more, Loretta. It sure is weird out there. Do you have any weird dating stories? Send them our way. Maybe we'll share them. We thank Loretta for chatting with us this week. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. Until next time, deuces. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to the Spinster Sisters podcast on Apple or Google Podcasts or Spotify. And please follow us on social media. Where our Twitter handle is at Sisters Spinster. You can also find us on Instagram at the Sisters Spinster and on Facebook at the Spinster Sisters podcast. You can also email us at the Spinster Sisters podcast at gmail.com. Bye.